Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Good morning. The following program is being paid for by Liberty Group, LLC, and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily reflect those of this station or its ownership. Oh, here he comes. <clears throat> This is Protect Your Assets with your host, as featured in Forbes magazine, David Hollander, President and CEO of the Liberty Group, LLC. Now, broadcasting live from the T1 Clubhouse at Sonoma Raceway, here's the Sandman. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. We are here at Sonoma Raceway, and we have Indy uh, cars in town this weekend. Had a great day yesterday with uh, cars out on the track, and this today we're going to have qualifying uh, for the Indy cars at 3 o'clock, and we're going to do a, a, a race today. I'm going to be out there at 12.15 um, in the Liberty Group car. So if you're around the track, come on down and check it out. We have some special guests stopping by today. It's going to be a great show. For those of you just joining us for the first time, welcome. I am David Hollander, your host. People call me the Sandman because I help my listeners sleep well at night by answering their most troubled legal or financial questions. That's because I'm a financial advisor and an attorney. If you don't want to be on the air, maybe something happens during the week and you just want to know what I would do, you can always tweet me a question anytime you want at PYA, it stands for Protect Your Assets, PYA Radio, anytime you want. You're busy, I know, I get it, but right now you're probably on your way to do something that you've been putting off all week. Is one of those things going to the bank? Well, let me ask you a question. When you go to the bank... Do the tellers pester you to meet with one of their financial advisors? Or how about this one? You just inherited money or received a large bonus or are planning your retirement and you make a big deposit into a bank account, and all of a sudden the guy in the bank office is wanting to sit down with you and review everything. Whether it's your credit union or your bank, the advice you get there can be great for them. So on today's episode of Protect Your Assets, we're going to help you answer the question, is your bank a good place to get financial advice? Things you need to know as you're racing around trying to get things done in preparation for retirement. This will be a fun-filled hour as we watch cars go by at over 100 miles an hour. We're literally at turn one, and we're right at the uh, the turtles here, they call it. It's the barrier at the uh, end of the runway where you've got cement walls, and it's exciting. We've seen uh, all kinds of things going on here. So if you're in the area, drop by, say hello. It'll be a great hour. It's all coming up next, so keep it right here. Now, let's get started. Okay, so we had another uh, interesting week again on uh, Wall Street. 
Uh, one of my heroes out there in the marketplace, his name is Ray Dalio. You may have heard of him. He uh, actually manages the biggest hedge fund in the world. And uh, Ray said this week during an interview that um, he was getting a little cautious. He thought we were in the seventh inning, and he thinks that the next correction, and this is something that a lot of us are looking out for, where is it going to come from? He thinks it's going to be something that, again, no one knows where this is going to be, but he thought that one of the, the starting points could be the underfunded pensions. So a lot of people out there have pensions. They're relying on them or they're getting near retirement looking for their pensions. And what if they don't have enough money? CalPERS is one of the biggest pensions in the state, if not in the country. And what if they run out of money, say, in 15 years? Then what are you going to do if your pension stops? So you can imagine if that starts happening sooner than later, that could certainly create some trouble. So he thought that might be an area of problem. Also, the underfunded health care obligations. If you think about Medicare, uh, people who rely for, on Medicare, that's obviously a government-subsidized program. What if they run out of money to pay for care? Then how are you going to do that? The things that he was also talking about, which we've talked a lot about on this show, is the Eurozone right now. Uh, as we know, they've got a tremendous amount of debt. And some of those issues have come to bear. Yesterday we saw Turkey. You saw the central bank in Turkey raise rates uh, 6%. Can you imagine just all of a sudden if our, rent, if our rates went up tomorrow, 6% just because the Fed says so? Well, that's what just happened in Turkey. And they did that to try and uh, keep their debt issues out of the press. And the president of the country is saying, don't do it. But they, go, they went ahead and did it. So these are types of things that are going on in the Eurozone. And if any of those currencies... Um, are unable to pay their debt and they start falling apart, you can imagine that whole thing will will go down. And that could be a big trigger for the market as well. So that's another issue. Uh, let's not mention any of the social or political issues that we're dealing with in this country. Any one of those could happen any day, as you know. But uh, he's saying, Ray said, bottom line, two more years to go. That's what he thought. So uh, it's really impossible to predict any of these kind of things. And they're never the same. You know, and this week was a remembrance of, I don't know if you saw it, but it was all over the place. We, we saw all the discussion this week about the 10-year anniversary uh, of the Lehman Brothers' failure. And they started parading around Hank Paulson, Tim Geithner, and Ben Bernanke. If you think about it, those three guys are going to be remembered as some pretty amazing characters. Because the bottom line is, if they weren't around, particularly Ben Bernanke, if there wasn't a person who had studied the the Depression and knew how not to go back into a Depression... Ben Bernanke was the guy. And so we were lucky to have those guys around. And, and as they said this week as they were interviewed, and I don't know if you saw this, it was fascinating how the problem they realized at the time, this is back to 2008, they realized the problems was in the brokerage companies. Not, not the banks, it was the brokerage companies. And so what the Fed decided to do was to pull all the heads of all of these brokerage companies, except for Lehman. They did invite Lehman. They all had to show up at the Fed in a conference room and try and work out the problems over the weekend because they were worried about the markets opening up on Monday and seeing what was going to happen to Lehman, which was it was going to go out of business. It was an incredibly interesting story. If you didn't see it, CNBC was running a, a two-hour special talking about the 2008 crisis. And I, I encourage you to go watch it because it is a good reflection of where we are today. Like Ray Dalio was saying, and like I was just talking about a few minutes ago, we don't know where this is going to come from. I equate it to... Going down the straight here at the racetrack, you're going over 110 miles an hour down a straightaway. You're about to get into a corner, and your wheel falls off. 
or the or the rubber's in fear and it breaks or the or the wing fails. I mean, all these things could happen and all of a sudden you're you're dealing with that. It's very much like that in the financial markets. All of a sudden something happens out of nowhere. We don't know where it's coming from and the next thing the markets are down 20, 30%. We've seen this before. It just happens. So I think this was a great week to reflect on the Lehman Brothers failure of 10 years ago. This is the 10-year anniversary of that failure and how three people really changed the course of the history of this country because the last 10 years have been great years, and we've all done well in the market, particularly if you've been invested. You should have done pretty well. But now's the time to take stock of that and to say, okay, how do we how do we continue with the trajectory that we're on? How do we continue into a retirement without having to worry about losing half of our retirement? These are all really good questions that you should be thinking about right now because it's going to come again. We all know that. There's going to be problems. Hurricane Florence is hitting the southern part of this country, as we know. It's uh, supposedly going to impact about 10 million people, if you can believe that. And so certainly that could have, uh, as we've seen in the past, some some problems with earnings or production or something out of the south. So that's something I don't think is going to be too bad. But again, in terms of economics, obviously for these 10 million people, it's very bad. Um, but in any event, that could have some sort of an impact next week on the market. Also, right now, some good news. The unemployment number came out again this week. Still, we're at a 50-year low. I mean, think about that, 50-year low of unemployment. And it continues to be the same um, idea, which is we need more skilled workers. That's really what a lot of people are talking about. And that's also something that could affect the growth of this country. If we don't have enough skilled workers doing the jobs that need to be done, what's going to happen to the economy? Will it fall apart? Inflation is under check, which is great. Inflation, the CPI, we got it out this week. It rose 0.2%. So inflation is right on the Fed target. So what that means to me is I don't think the Fed's going to do anything crazy. I don't think they're going to raise rates more than they've said. I think, like I said, in the next couple of weeks here, they're going to raise probably one time. Right now they're putting a 95% probability on it for the people who uh, wager on that sort of thing. But uh, I don't think they're going to do it again. So if they don't raise again in December, that'll be great for us. Businesses right now are spending all kinds of money, which is great. That's, that's also a good sign of the economy continuing to grow. And we had this week uh, Trump talk about hitting China with $200 billion in tariffs again. But it didn't bring the market down very much. Yesterday, Friday, the market was rallying. It wanted to continue upwards. Talked about that. It came down a little bit. Closed up the Dow a little bit. But for the week, I mean, look at these numbers. For the week, the Dow was up 238 points, or almost 1% at 0.92%. S&P 500 up 33, was 1.16, very strong showing. NASDAQ was up 107, uh, so up 1.36%. Very good numbers. Again, things are looking pretty strong overall. Coming up next... We're going to be talking about this. Remember, we are at Sonoma Raceway right now. I'm going to have some people dropping by. Uh, you're going to want to hear some of their stories. But um, coming up next, when you step off the tile and you go onto the carpet to meet with a bank financial advisor, who do they represent, you or the bank? I'll let you know. It's all coming up next. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from Sonoma Raceway. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network.
Look to protect your assets with David Hollander. Do you ask yourself if you have a healthy retirement income strategy? It's not uncommon. Find out how David and his team could create income during retirement that will last your lifetime by calling the Liberty Group today at 888-588-5818. Or just sit back and enjoy more of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Would you still Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman around here. And you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. And we're broadcasting live this morning. We're here at uh, Turn 1 at the Sonoma Raceway uh, for the host of the Verizon Indy Car Series. And uh, we're right at the end of Turn 1 where the cars are going by about 110 miles an hour. It's absolutely exciting. It's a beautiful day out here today. you got to come out. The uh, schedule starting at uh, 1215, uh, they're going to have a Formula Car Challenge. That'll be the first race. I'll be driving the Liberty Car in that event. And then at 1 o'clock, the uh, Porsche GT3s will be out there. And then uh, 215, there's going to be a Vintage Trans Am race, if you like the old Muscle 60 cars. I'm rooting for the Mustang myself. But uh, anyway, they'll be uh, running around the track around 215. And then today at 3 o'clock, the Indy cars will be qualifying for their race tomorrow. It'll be really exciting. It's a very uh, competitive series right now. You've got uh, Dixon in first place, and uh, Mr. Rossi, who's a local guy, Nevada City guy, is in uh, second place, and he'd love to take the championship here uh, at his uh, home course. It'd be wonderful for all those Bay Area people. When you go into the bank, today we're talking about running around because uh, it is race weekend after all and you got a busy life. I understand that. And uh, I'm sure you stop in the bank periodically. Are the tellers pestering you to meet with their financial advisor? When you inherit money or get a bonus or start planning your retirement, isn't it funny how all of a sudden your bank balance swells up and the next thing you know you're getting a call wanting to sit down with one of the uh, financial advisors in the bank? Whether it's your credit union or your bank, the advice you get there can be really great for them. So on today's show, we're talking about, is your bank a good place to get financial advice? Banks and credit unions often offer incentives to invest with their financial advisor, like maybe a free checking account or lower interest rates on, uh, you know, if you have a safe deposit box or something like that. Uh, maybe a better type of loan if you want to get a bank loan for a house. But before you step off the tile and onto the carpet to meet, meet with a bank financial advisor, you need to know exactly who you're sitting in front of. What's their agenda? And who do they represent, you or the bank? In a culture where we often value convenience over quality, banks and credit unions have become a one-stop shop for many people who need financial help. You can't even walk into your bank without being propositioned. They call it HITS. That's what they call it. HITS, H-I-T-S, to meet with one of their financial advisors. Banking customers are being pushed or asked to meet with an in-house financial advisor who's right there in the bank in order to get a bigger share of your wallet. Tellers and bank employees are trained to cross-sell and fill their daily quota of HITS by encouraging you to not only do your checking with them, but also your mortgage, your personal loan, and of course, investing your life savings. However, the quality and diversity of investment products offered at your local bank or credit union is somewhat limited. 
Their recommendations generally incur higher fees and despite perception are not, I repeat, not guaranteed or backed by FDIC as evidenced by the disclosure on one of the national bank's websites. It says, quote, investments not FDIC insured, no bank guarantee, may lose value, end quote. Banks are the perfect place for checking, savings accounts, CDs, maybe getting a mortgage, but they were never designed to provide high-quality investment advice at a reasonable cost. Know before you roll over your retirement account into, say, your local bank or credit union that you may be at a disadvantage compared to other sources of independent, specialized wealth management. Banks, large and small, offer a big convenience to have your loans, your checking, and your investments under one roof. But far too often, this convenience can come at a very steep price through above-average fees, conflicts of interest, and quality of advice. So let's talk about quality and diversity of advice. Really suffer, because here the investment advice at the bank and the credit union tends to gravitate towards the offering of only a couple different types of asset classes. Usually only have a mutual fund or a variable annuity, which could leave you at a disadvantage because the bank's financial advisor does not have the freedom to provide all the investments that are out there. It's kind of like this. Imagine you go to a Ferrari dealership looking for a reasonably priced, fuel-efficient vehicle and expecting the car salesman, we'll call him the financial advisor, to refer you to a Toyota dealership. It's just not going to happen. He's going to try to convince you to overpay and buy something that may not be appropriate for you. This lack of selection is common at banks and credit unions, again, as evidenced by the disclosure on this website. Funds available through bank name are almost exclusively limited to affiliated funds, the number and variety of investment options available through, again, bank name may be limited. Let's face it, bank advisors work for the bank. They're instructed to use only a handful of tools, and usually they're the most profitable ones for the bank because they're affiliated. You take a risk tolerance questionnaire, they input it into the bank's computer, and the bank tells them what you should be invested in. To me, that's not great advice. That's not the advice that's truly tailored for you, and that's not how we work with our clients. In our office, we have a CPA, we have three estate planning attorneys, and 15 financial advisors who work as a team to help you get your house in order. We are fiduciaries who are independent of any bank or insurance company. Our group looks at your taxes, your investments, real estate, including debt, and then we develop a written plan that lays out for you, lays out your future for you. Do you want to simplify and coordinate all of your assets and get a written plan so you can get everything working together in harmony? Let's face it, this stuff is a foreign language and you probably don't even know where to start. But you're not alone. You need to start by talking to someone who has a roadmap to take you from the start line here and get you back to the finish line without running into some problems. Someone who's a fiduciary, who's knowledgeable, who has experience, who's been through bad markets. You know, we talked about that at the beginning, 2000, 2008. It's coming back. It's going to be here. You just had Ray Dalio, one of the biggest financial advisors in the country, talk about this coming. So does your person have experience through something like that? Ask them. 
We can help you understand what steps you need to take right now so you don't make these kind of mistakes. It's all in my Protect Your Assets Life Plan. Find out exactly what steps you need to take right now before you waste any more time or money. If you've saved at least $250,000 in a 401k, IRA brokerage, or other type of savings account, pick up the phone, call this number, 888-588-5818. For the first 10 callers, you can have your very own Protect Your Assets Life Plan created just for you at no charge. Again, the number is 888-588-5818. Last time, 888-588-5818. It's not uncommon to think that you have everything safe, but as Mike Tyson says, it all changes when you get punched in the face. Don't get punched in the face. Find out how to avoid the mistakes people make every day right now before it's too late. Pick up the phone, 888-588-5818. Coming up next, we got a special guest in-house here. Hmm, wonder who that could be. <laughs> also, uh, should you buy a mutual fund through the bank? We're going to discuss that. Keep it right here. You're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. 888-588-5818. with David Hollander. As an investor, you absolutely need to know about all of your fees. Learn what they are and how to potentially reduce your fees by calling the Liberty Group for a no-obligation investment fee analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818 to set up your personal appointment. That's 888-588-5818. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman around here, and you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets it's Radio Network, and today we are live at Sonoma Raceway for the uh, Verizon IndyCar Series. The cars are here all weekend, and there's drivers and cars and all kinds of things going on today. It's super exciting out here, and I just happen to have a guest stop in, Stefan Wilson, who ran the uh, Indy 500 this year. Good morning, Stefan. How are you? Doing great, thanks. It's uh, great to be uh, joining you right here on the on the show. Great, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's so exciting. So, talk to us. I mean, this year was your second Indy 500, and uh, you almost won. Yeah, no, we were <laughs> four laps away, so ten miles away from uh, from winning the Indy 500, and then I'll be calling you with uh, yeah. a serious payday to try and uh, protect that. So, yeah, it was is a really good uh, experience. A, a lot of. Uh, a lot of lessons learned this year in the second Indy, my second Indy 500, and uh, looking forward to going back there next year and, and trying to improve on that and have a, an even better race. Absolutely, we're so excited. So, talk to us. So, when you're in the car, right, and you're and you're four laps away from winning this thing, you realize you could win this. What kind of goes through your head at that moment? What are you What are you thinking about? I mean, at, at that particular moment, um, you know, I, I sort of knew that the situation was that we'd, we'd sort of gambled earlier in the race and we'd uh, gone off strategy is what they call it. Um, and, and really sort of 
put ourselves in a position really to, to capitalize on a certain like a situation um, later in the race uh, and you know we, we were so so close really um, because you know we we sort of qualified uh, you know really mid pack and you know we, we had a really strong car um, stronger than where we were at the beginning of the race but it was hard just to improve the position this year on track it was hard to gain track position so uh, we, we went off strategy to to try and gain track position and we did um, and then we needed some things to fall our way so we kind of like rolled the dice and just uh, you know seeing what what uh, what what result was was given to us and and you know, for three laps there, we were leading the Indy 500 with, like I said, 10, 10 miles, four laps yeah. to go. Um, and let's really talk, I want to talk about <coughs> that one part because when they had that yellow flag, right, and you were in second, what what what, what went through your mind to just stop? You stomped that guy. I mean, it was like <laughs> you left him standing there. So, I mean, was that a part of your strategy? Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. for sure. Like, I knew at that point, <clears throat> sorry, uh, that um, really, you know, the uh, – with seven laps to go was the restart yep. and knew that the best position to be in at that point was to be leading the race because at that point had a yellow come out you're in you're there you're you're pretty much it's pretty likely that it's going to end under yellow and and that's going to be the finishing order so yeah. <clears throat> my goal was just to get by him as quickly as possible and and really as we were coming to the restart you i kind of in the back of my mind uh played through the circumstance the scenarios and and kind of knew exactly how i was going to do it and then um it all worked really um actually the biggest shock was the guy in, in p3 actually tried to make a move around both <laughs> me and p1 um so that was kind of the only shock sure but, uh, the, you know we were turning into turn one at 220 miles an hour and i was just like I'm not leaving this corner uh, like in P2. Sure. So we're either we're either wrecking or we're, I'm going to be leading the race. And, and let's talk about that mindset because that really is part of this sport, right? I mean, it, the cars are are somewhat similar. I mean, mostly, and and mentally, from a mental perspective, for someone, I mean, you just dropped into the Indy 500 and ran the Indy 500, almost won the Indy 500. I mean, mentally, walk me through that. I mean, I know you live in Colorado, so you don't have a track near your house. Um, how do you stay fit? What do you eat? What sort of exercises do you do? How do you get ready for something like that? Yep. And then mentally, how do you what do you, what are you telling yourself as you're going into that? I mean, honestly, yeah, there is. You have to have a lot of self belief and self confidence, and without being arrogant, and that's that's really important. And you're not an arrogant guy. That's, I don't that's think a good, so. You're not at all. You're not. And, and, <laughs> and I, I try and, not to be. I try to be pretty real. You and, are. And you are. Uh, down to earth. Um, that's just how I was raised, I guess. But you know, at the same time, you know, you have to have a self belief in, inside you, and and really believe in what you're trying to accomplish, and and, and believe in your and what your goals are, and trying to accomplish those. Um, so for me, it was. Um, you know, it's challenging because for me, it was two years that I'd been out of an Indy car, um, going back into the Indy 500, which is the biggest, the sub wall of, of Indy car racing. It's the right. biggest race in, in the world. That's you right. know? Yep. So going into that, you know, your, your mind definitely, you know, messes with you. Like, you know, are you sure you like, are you sure you still got this, <laughs> but you still have to just self-belief and just believe in yourself. And, um, you know, you jump in on that first day, bear in mind that there's no practice sessions prior to, um, open practice starting at, at Indy on two weeks before. So you just jump in and, and you kind of, that's why preparation is just so important. You know, fitness wise, you know, pretty much the best part of eight months prior to Indy, I was in the gym like nonstop and, and really elevating that fitness uh, regime to, to really make sure that I was ready. Cause I knew this was a big opportunity for me. I was racing for Andretti Autosport 
in the Indy 500. It was a huge opportunity that could really make or break my career. If, if it goes bad, you know, then it was kind of like that's the best opportunity I'm ever going to get. So if it goes bad, then, you know, maybe I need to find something else to do. And, and fortunately, it didn't. It went well. And uh, now it's opened a lot more doors to potential opportunities in the future. So, yeah, it's um, definitely, uh, you know, your sort of... Uh, it's definitely an interesting mindset for sure. You have to be very determined. Um, you have to be ready to persevere through some hard times, and you have to be ready to capitalize when given the opportunity. So for the young racers locally, this is the only go-kart track that we have. That's an outdoor track. We had a big racetrack here. Racing's become more popular in the Bay Area. This is the sports station for the Bay Area. A lot of the young listeners out there, let's talk about how you rose up into this. You karted originally, right? Is that how That's you started? right, yeah. I started when I was nine racing go-karts that were just 60 cc and you know uh racing kid they were called cadet cards back in the uk and you know raced all over the uk it was uh started off as a hobby obviously my older brother also raced uh raced cars so you know kind of followed his career all the way through and um you know until it was my time to and your dad too start. your dad was yeah 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 my dad raced formula ford back in uh in the 60s and 70s and then from there, did you go to Formula 3? Is that was your next? Yeah. So I, from you know, about 16, uh, 16 or 17 in the UK, I um, graduated to open wheel cars. So racing uh, the Palmer Audi at the time. Um, and uh, we finished second that year in my, in my first year in cars. And actually that year, I also won the McLaren Autosport Young Driver of the Year Award, which is a, an award set up to recognize... Uh, talent that uh, is emerging in the UK. So uh, from that, I actually got to test with the McLaren Formula One team um, in 2009, no which was wow. was really was amazing. Something. Yeah, I was like 19, uh, just just turned 19 years old, and <laughs> yeah. thrown into a Formula One car. And Looking back on that experience, how how would you approach it any differently? Um, no, I, I think that I did the best I could in the situation because it was it was kind of like a you know. Um, a, a test opportunity but it wasn't like a full-fledged test it was kind of like a just a like a prize drive almost okay. like okay gotcha. so we set they set, yeah. up the, set up the test day and you go and drive the car neat, and have though. fun <laughs> oh but it was incredible I, I mean they still had five support trucks and you know probably 50 guys there on the day I'm yeah like, for you this you're is a small this little is, test yeah. day you know <laughs> Um, and McLaren, it was yeah. pouring down with rain. Oh, and it was wow. in like early wow. like early December in the UK, so I'm sure you can imagine it was just free ice ice cold. Um so there was no tire temp and it was but just an amazing, amazing car to drive, just a blast. I mean you I've never felt horsepower like that and just uh, everything about the car was just so um so well position precisioned. Is that there is that would would that be your favorite car you've ever driven? Yeah, I'd say it would be um Tough choice between that, um, the Mercedes DTM car, and the Indy car. They're, all three of those cars were just an absolute blast to drive, mm. and uh, yeah, I feel very fortunate that I'd, I've uh, been able to drive them in my career. And then, so from there, that's when you went to Indy Lights and then got into Yeah, yeah, raced in Formula 3 in the UK, and then came over and started racing in Indy Lights, which is sort of like the college basketball um right. level sure. for for indycar yep um where a lot of the drivers uh cut their teeth before they move up into indycar um raced for andretti autosport and indy lights um in 2011 raced uh we went wheel to wheel with joseph newgarden who um yeah he's in the in he's the in the IndyCar running series here. now so right. uh, who's your pick for today Irvin Morrow, actually. Who, I, I really think? think that it's going to be harder to go against Dixon. You know, he's already got a 24-point yeah. lead in the championship. 
Um, Rossi's right there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's really, you know, Rossi's in a great position because he has nothing to lose. You know, he can go out there and go as hard as he can and just focus on having the best result he can because really a lot of it is not in his control. He has to do the best he can and hope that, you know, Dixon finishes far enough behind him to, to give him the championship. So, you know, nothing to lose for Rossi. Um, a lot to lose for, for Dixon, but I feel like um, Dixon's just got a little bit of an edge because he's got the 24-point lead, and he's just so strong. Such a good driver. He <laughs> hard, really is. Hard to beat. Hey, let's talk a little bit about, um, I know you've tried to give back through your career, and it had to organ donation as something that was a big deal for you with kids and so forth. And yeah. talk to us a little bit about that. I mean, people don't know, and I learned a lot from you about this whole organ donation nationally. Tell us about how it works and what this program was about and what we were trying to do there. Yeah, so, um, you know, right now there's 115,000 Americans that are waiting for uh, an organ donation. Um, and and really, it's just about um, saying yes and, and registering to be a donor. That's It's as simple as, you know, signing a form takes 30 seconds and really will never affect you unless something bad happens to you and then it affects you beyond course, your life. Sure. But, um, you know, it started really because of my older brother, Justin. He was uh, an IndyCar driver as well, won seven IndyCar races in his career. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away in 2015, but he was a registered donor and ended up saving five lives wow. because of it. Uh-huh. So it's just amazing to see that kind of impact that you can have um, beyond your life. So yeah, yeah. definitely uh, something that's uh, that I'm passionate about and, and just realized that, you know, as a driver, we we have such an amazing opportunity to go and race on track. but also is an amazing opportunity to give back and, and uh, do some good as well. Absolutely. Well, my guest today was Stefan Wilson. Really appreciate you stopping by today and, and wish you all the luck in your career and hope to see you here next year. Thanks, David. It was yeah. uh, awesome to have Liberty Group on the on the side of the car at Indy this year. It was thank awesome you. to have you uh, riding with us. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Great all to be right. here. So um, that was wonderful, and uh, as you can see, we're right, we're right, as you can hear, because you can't see, uh, we're right here at the corner of uh, T1 in about, uh, oh, about 20 minutes. Uh, thanks, Stefan. You're going to see um, some cars and some noise and some power coming around here. So if you're nearby Sonoma Raceway, get out here and swing by. We've got all kinds of racing today. You're going to have the qualifying around 3. Uh, our car will be out there at 12.15. I will be driving it. Uh, we've been talking this morning about the uh, Lehman Brothers calamity 10 years ago and the failure of all the uh, um, the markets and some of the banks. And, and just a, it was a big reunion this week about that. And I'm asking you just to consider your investments and consider yourself to try and be open-minded. Maybe you're listening to me right now and you feel pretty good about your current investments and where everything is, because let's face it, nothing has bad has really happened yet. And you may remember Jack Welch. Jack Welch was the uh, CEO of GE before it went bad. And Jack said this, which I think about a lot, change before you have to. Why are you waiting until something bad happens to make a smart move. Waiting until something bad happens is the worst thing you can possibly do. It's like trying to jump into one of these race cars without your seatbelts on and get out there and go around the track, but it's not going to help you afterwards. You have to put your seatbelt on, we all know this, before you put the car in gear. If you have no idea where you should be putting your money right now or how you should be rebalancing, or maybe you haven't even looked at it in the last two years, you're effectively driving around right now 
without a seatbelt. So you need to get in front of this before anything bad happens to you. Because if you don't, think back 10 years ago, this could derail your retirement plans. If the markets drop 30 or 40% again, what are you going to do? Are you going to have to work again another five or six years? You're listening to me right now, and this is your sign. Your peace of mind is too important to be sitting there wondering if your current plan is on the right track, wondering if you're going to have enough to end up financially secure to travel and have the freedom you want in retirement. Find out if you're on the right track. We can help. Here's how we're different than who you're working with right now. In our office, we have a CPA. We have three estate planning attorneys and 15 financial advisors who work as a team to help you understand your situation. And this is all contained in our online Protect Your Assets Life Plan. You can access this 24 hours a day. In this plan, you'll learn exactly where all your money is, what you can be doing right now to lower your taxes, to protect your assets before something bad happens. Find out the things you need to know that you don't know right now. If you've saved at least $250,000 in an IRA, 401k savings account, pick up the phone right now and talk to a member of my team. The number is 888-588-5818. Again, this will be no charge, but you have to call this number right now, 888-588-5818. It's time for a quick break, but when I come back, I'm going to talk about what you can do to minimize your tax bill right now before the year runs out. You're going to want to hear about some moves you can make right now. Again, the number to call is 888-588-5818. It's coming up next. Protect your assets. Keep it right here. We'll be right back. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. 888-588-5818. back to protect your assets with david hollander do you feel overwhelmed trying to plan your own retirement it may seem like a daunting task to make your money last in retirement well you're in luck because david hollander and his team at liberty group have a proven track record of success to guide and prepare you for your financial future call the liberty group today at 888-588-5818 that's 888-588-5818 and now back to protect your assets Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman, and you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We're live from Sonoma Raceway right now. We're sitting here at Turn 1 for the uh, Verizon IndyCar Championship, which is running off here this weekend. We just had uh, Stefan Wilson. I wanted to give a big thanks to him for showing up today and giving us a great interview. He ran the Indy 500. Hope to see him next year. Today, the racing schedule is uh, you're going to have a race. I'll be driving our car at uh, 12.15. Then uh, the Porsche GT3s are at 1 o'clock. And then the Indy cars will be qualifying starting at 3 today. Tomorrow, the big race uh, kicks off at 3.30. will be televised on NBC. Uh, my race tomorrow will be at 11.30. So if you want to come out and see some racing, great place to be uh, here at Sonoma Raceway on a beautiful Bay Area weekend. 
It is possible to maximize your income in retirement while also minimizing your tax bill. It's possible to protect your life savings from market crashes while earning a respectable return. Listen, you can have enough income to last the rest of your life and enjoy retirement, but here's the catch. You have to have the right plan, which doesn't happen by accident. It happens by action. So take action right now to learn how you can retire on your own terms and stay financially secure. Join us at our next workshop. It's a plain English straightforward conversation where we're going to talk about taxes, your retirement, pretty much anything you want to talk about, but you have to go ahead and register for this. Our website, libertygroupllc.com, libertygroupllc.com. Click on the workshops tab and you can register right there. I'll be speaking at the um, restaurant Don Giovanni in Mountain View next Thursday at 630 and uh, that's just about filled up. So if you want to go sign up there, we'll have one the following week. Have plenty of events. Again, just check the website out, libertygroupllc.com. Happy birthdays. Want to wish a happy birthday to Linda Becker and Dr. Liz Moy. Hope you guys have a wonderful birthday week. I'm about to run out of here and go qualify for a race. <laughs> Getting excited. Anyways, I'm trying to slow down. Um, how do you take advantage of the opportunities that are available within what has been called the largest tax change since Reagan? On today's show, we've been talking about the banks and what you need to be aware of when you go in there and how it's probably not necessarily the best idea to get financial advice there because of what's called uh, affiliated type of products. We were also talking today about trying to run a race and what it's like to be a contender at something like the Indy 500. And one of the things I've been hearing a lot about from listeners is, can you fully deduct your mortgage interest under this new tax bill? Well, there's a lot of confusion around this, so I thought this morning I would just help you straighten that out because it's certainly an important issue. Lawmakers did this. They re- they remo- reduced the $1 million liability line on your loan. So you used to be able to deduct interest off of a $1 million loan. They dropped that to 750000 That's the amount of debt in which you can deduct the mortgage interest. The limit applies to mortgage debt after December 15th of 2017. So if you got a loan, say it was over a $1 million before December 15th, 2017, you're able to deduct up to a $1 million of that interest. However, if you got your loan, say, this year, it drops to 750000 The other question I've got is about equity lines, home equity lines. The, the new law bans the deduction of interest on home equity lines, and this applies to old equity lines and new equity lines. So in the past, you used to be able to deduct that interest. You can't do that anymore. So since you can no longer deduct that kind of interest, it's really important right now to be looking at ways to generate what I'll call tax-free income. There are four ways to generate tax-free income. And if you want to get some help with that and listen how to take advantage of the changes that are in this new tax law, the best thing you can do right now is to plan smart. That's why that's what we do with our clients, proactively. Think of it this way. When was the last time your financial advisor asked to see a copy of your tax return? It just doesn't happen. In our office, we do. We have a CPA 
We have three estate planning attorneys and a group of financial advisors who work together with you to help figure out this sort of tax issue. I can tell you as someone who's an insider that you cannot have an investment strategy that's tax efficient and fully integrated without first understanding your situation every single year. It's kind of like a radiologist not looking at an x-ray or a CAT scan, but telling you where the break is. They just can't. It's impossible. So if you need some help, call this number right now, 888-588-5818. We'll design a plan for you and show you exactly what you can do to lower your taxes right now. Take advantage of this. Call this number, 888-588-5818. Stop paying more taxes than you have to. Call this number, 888-588-5818. Talk to a member of my team, I'd like to give a big thanks to the Protect Your Assets team for putting together a fantastic show today because without my team, I'm just another pretty voice on the radio. Thanks again, everybody. I'm going to go jump in my race car. You've been listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. I'm David Hollander, the Sandman. Go out and make the rest of your life the best of your life. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. 888-588-5818. All calls have been screened. Callers should not expect their conversations with David Hollander on the radio or with staff to be held in confidence. And that legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. Callers should not provide their full names while on the air. The views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific financial situation. California Life Agent number 0B48569. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. The preceding program is being paid for by Liberty Group LLC and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily represent those of the station or its ownership.